The following supplemental episode of the Best Linux Games podcast is being provided to you in association with the J. Arthur Rank Organization. Now, Skooky, blow their faces off. Hello and welcome to episode number 431B, the supplemental make good episode for this, our, you know, our last week's episode. Um... Crack Engineer Alvaro Marlena over there in the booth. Yeah, he's asleep. Uh, it's being recorded for you on Tuesday, the 31st of January. Last day of January, 2023 at 16, 3, hours. Uh, left coast, Pacific coast, coast for the most, 4, 33 p.m. Um, so yeah, we, uh, last week, uh, our last episode was, in fact, completely embarrassing. And we are never getting stoned again on air. Especially after, you know, all that other stuff. But anyway, this is a real quick make good on what you need to know about the topics we attempted to cover in our previous iteration. But first of all, whiskey is still allowed. And yes, hello. I don't always drink, but when I'm recording the Best Things Games podcast, I always drink Ginger's Gin! Mm. I wore a good job on that uh, new uh, show bumper. You kicked that out really good. You're fired. All right. So, in three very quick eight minute long ish buckets, we're only going to try to go for like 15 to 20 minutes here. Um, okay. So, since that episode came out on Friday, I'm, I don't know if you could see me right now. I'm like gesticulating all over the place with my hands. Um, one, it was completely embarrassing, but uh, two, one of the games that we mentioned in last week in this last episode, episode 431, non-supplemental, uh, was Punch a Bunch, which is like an arcade uh, knockout kings style uh, third person boxing game. Well, today on the 31st, fuck Punch a Bunch. Do not get Punch a Bunch. I don't care if that's the only game that you have waited for. I don't care if you're the developer of Punch a Bunch. There is only one game that you need to be buying right now. A massive fucking landmark title for Linux in terms of video gaming. Undisputed in early access came out. That's the name of the game. Undisputed. It is all the realism of uh, Fight Night, which was like one of the best. Over, it had many problems, but it was one of the best overall uh, boxing games of all time. Undisputed is like, oh yeah, Fight Night? Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Undisputed, which runs great on Linux, is $30. It's $29.99. Uh, the graphics are beyond amazing. It has licensed fighters. Sugar Ray Robinson. It's got everybody. It's got, well, it doesn't have everybody, but it has I didn't mean everybody. I meant everything. It has all the all the core components. It's only available on Steam right now. It's still in early access. But the core components, for those of you who are just joining the entire like uh, I like boxing game uh, post Mike Tyson's touchout uh, punch out. Man, my, wow, my language. Don't fail me now. Mm. Core components are as follows. One, the graphics must be amazing. Two, the controls have got to feel not just tight 
and not just realistic and responsive, but they have to coordinate immediately with a control scheme that is as as deep it offers as much depth to the player and functionality and responsiveness you know how do you, how are you, you know is there like one, are there one button combos uh can i you know what what's uh, how how does it feel when i when i try to weave how does it feel when i when i try to slip how does it feel when i counterpunch how does it feel you know blah 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 all of this those, those the all of that has to be comprised in the controlling scheme and it has to be intuitive enough for it to be easily remembered under pressure, which is something I think that a lot of boxing simulators, well, simulators and arcade boxing boxing games have failed at miserably, which is one of the reasons why Knockout Kings was such a, for the old Dreamcast, was such a very, very popular game, uh, especially amongst boxing fans. Three, it has to have elements of realism. It has to have, like, you know, unless you're going for Mike Tyson's punch out, it has to feel real. Like I need real ring presenters. I need announcers. I need, I need to feel the fans. I need, I need someone in my corner. You know, some of those things are not yet fully rolled out in Undisputed, which once again is $29.99. And I broke with 10 years of precedent and posted a fucking review of it after the 20 minutes I played earlier today this game is the real deal, it's a total package it, maybe not quite yet, but oh my god, this game in early access is better than any of the games that I've just listed so the final thing that, that's necessary is great AI You need great AI and great simulated um, career simulation based, you know, uh feelings, you know, challenges. You want to be able to create a fighter and level them up and stuff like that. You can't create a fighter right now, but it's tons of licensed boxers. <coughs> the graphics are out of control. The controls are off the chart. Like, these feel so good. They feel so good. It's made for a dual stick. Does not support fucking keyboard and mouse. Um... And even in this, like, early nascent stage, the celebrity endorsements that, that the celebrities, the celebrity boxers and the shit that they've signed are impressive. I have not heard the, uh, the play by the color commentary yet, because that's another important thing. You got that, that goes into that third category or that second category of like, you know, you, you need, you need someone in your corner, you need, you need ring announcers, you need, you need color commentary. I haven't heard that yet um, because I was playing the game with the wrong sound settings. Uh, it runs out of the box on Linux, and this is not just a major landmark for Linux. This is a major landmark for boxing games in toto. Um, hopefully, they'll get. Uh, there's only like three arenas that you can fight in right now, and there is a career mode, but you have to. You can't. There's like there's lots of stuff that's missing, but trust me, if you like. Friday night fights like me and uh, Joe Jokey Monk Kendall used to do uh, back in the day. Day mm. two times, two times, everything two times. Uh, like you go back with you know the sweet science for like twenty years. If you know your shit, this game will immediately impress you. Yeah, there are some things that are missing. Like I said, it's still in early access. They're adding stuff. It's a small development team actually, which is surprising. But this is like 
this game, what was my first bout like? It after you get through the training, which is awesome, it's a great training run. Um, when you go into your first bout, it's like the okay. So there's always been two problems with boxing games. One is that they're either too simulationy and fail at the simulation and fail at bringing the excitement and the action of boxing or two, they're too arcadey and fail to bring the simulation aspect, the in-depth stuff and then in between both of those those two polar opposites, one is trying to be arcade, one is trying to be a simulation there's this middle ground that is like the sweet spot that no one has ever been able to hit, where you get like all of the action from the arcade boxing experience so it's like you feel like you are really boxing like you know tight fast controls punches and bunches you know blah, you weaving weaving oh, oh get your guard up oh, oh oh go to the body go to the body go to the body uh you can tell how excited I am. Just, I mean, I played it for 20 minutes, and it, I was already going to do a supplemental episode because I promised we were going to do a make good, but then this game came out, so fuck Punch a Bunch. Undisputed seems like they have the design ethos dialed in. It just, like, triggers. It's like you're watching Friday Night Fights, like, but it's, like, the best fight ever, and it's your fight. Unbelievable game. Also mentioned in our last episode was in the uh, uh, what was it? The Pizza of Power or whatever. The Tower of Pizza. Ta- pizza Tower. Pizza Tower. What is Pizza Tower like? Pizza Tower is a very intense, deeply psychotic, um, hallucinogenic uh, uh, rampage game. It's a side-scrolling platformer that combines the aspects, the best aspects of Sonic the Hedgehog, because you're always running at like Sonic-like speeds. You can run up walls and shit in this game. You're a deranged pizza chef who's going broke, and you've been visited, uh, my friend Pedro style, by a deranged pizza who forewarns you of an evil force gathering near your shop which threatens to destroy your livelihood and thus you enable your you unlock your full potential through your manic depressive midlife crisis nervous breakdown and become the pizza chef and your superpower is of course the ability to run at ultrasonic speeds and to grab and throw and punch enemies and and hurt them in a psychotic uh 1990 style uh two-dimensional uh cartoony cartoonified version of uh uh I almost said Sam and Max Toe Jam and Earl with an awesome soundtrack, insane color palettes, and absolutely the most fucking bizarre enemies I've seen in a long time. Uh, it brings back the taste and flavor of an era. Some people have compared it to w- the Wario games. I've never gotten to play any of the Wario games. Th- this is like... It's almost a new hybrid type of game where they took mental illness and then like made a profit out of it and then turned into glorious pizza that turns evil and fills your brain with the insanity necessary to run into what could just possibly be a Walmart thinking that you are running at you know supersonic speeds grabbing children out of baskets and smashing them like 
like uh, football stars in the end zone before doing their dance and hands up! That's kind of uh, what what uh, Pizza Tower is like. It is remarkable. It is insane. We will talk more about it. The, both of these games uh, and Punchy Bunch. By the way, Punchy Bunch for some reason has stopped running on my Linux machine. I don't know why, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Fuck Punchy Bunch. Punchy Bunch is $14.99. Undisputed is what you should get. It's $29.99. Pizza Tower is $19.99. And the other game that we talked about a little bit a la- uh, uh, couple on Friday was Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lord, which is $49.99. It's my favorite game right now that I'm playing. Every night I bounce, but every night, why do I shake with fright? Oh, because Cause my dynamite oh change your mind about me yes oh Dinah anyway name of the song is Dinah oh we're veering off into the insanity world again I can but Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord unfucking believable game uh since I recorded the episode on Friday I made some massive leads. I got 80 hours. We're ready to review Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord for all intents and purposes. But the game is so huge that, like, I am. And I really like every aspect of the game that I really want to get more familiar. Even though I'm 80 hours in, I want to get more familiar with some of the broader based combat and tactical stuff. Like, I just did my first major war where, like, I was the guy in charge. And I'm telling you, like, Mountain Blade Bannerlord is not for everyone. Like, if it's for like really freaked out maniacs like myself who really like a lot of mindless combat or the ability to entirely automate the combat, the mindless combat, and just focus on like, you know, leveling up, you know, your upgrades or getting money. Just getting money in the game is, is fun. Um, and you can do it through any way you want. You can help other people, you can, you know, declare wars, which is if you have high roguery, and you can build your own character's personal stats and his legacy. And so, like, part of what I'm looking at with my character now is how long am I going to live? You know, like, the average, it seems like the average, like, there are characters that I've met in the game who have died of old age. So it's got, like, that whole Sid Meier's Pirates kind of feel to it. And then when you die, um, if you have kids or whatever, uh, you take on the other people that you've been training in parallel while they've been off doing their virtual you know, stuff like this and the only other game that uh, I like more so far this year is Dwarf Fortress, which I do play about two hours, an hour and a half every night, I go through about a year a night in my Dwarf Fortresses right now I'm playing uh, Dwarf Fortress um, my, my most recent run is on a map that I named, I hate that you can't rename the maps after you're done but uh, a map that I named the toilet of hell and we're having some interesting fun problems with a good group of dwarves both this and Bannerlord really invite some deeper uh, deeper thoughts and uh, longer essay on like the the ontological perspective of are, are we all just some sort of ant farm that some intelligence is marginally watching occasionally um you know, and do we know the way to Shell Beach is really the question. But anyway, these and other questions will be answered uh, 
the, you know, of course, this weekend with episode 432 of the best Linux games podcast. I told you I do a make good. I almost never do make goods, but man, this last week's episode was fucking embarrassing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, sue me. What do you want? It was a super depressing day and I had to get high and, you know, you got to record the podcast as you record it. Oh, also to further clarify, um, SLA printers, stereolithography printers, they're not like invented by Linux, but there's no way that they happen without Linux. And so, and ironically, um, my, I just last night, I had a bunch of failed prints and then I was trying to clean the FEP sheet on the bottom of the vat and I punched right through it. So it was like on its last legs. No more printing until tomorrow. I have uh, replacement vats coming tomorrow. Uh, unbelievable results that I've been getting from resin printing. They are just phenomenal. Um, and I say this as someone who, you know, it's not just I regard myself as an expert in filament. I, I, I used to regard myself as an expert in filament based printing. Um, I wrote a book on it. Uh, never released it because uh, that whole anecdote got all lost in like the tidal waves of despair, but I never released it because the book that came out came out the week I was going to start figuring out where how I was going to publish it. Was I going to do uh, an Amazon ebook? Which is what, which is I was ready to pull the trigger on that and this other book, which I will I will not name, came out and it basically followed the outline of the book that I had written over the previous two years. It was and it was great. It was a good book, too. And so I was like, oh no, I can't because everyone's gonna think I'm trying to rip them off. You know, simultaneous discovery is always like like the worst fucking thing when you're going to publish. And I feel bad because I should have fucking put it out there anyway. I should have like dropped the price in half and then reran the instruction to say that like this other anyway. Or something like that, because you can't just do that and not acknowledge it. But I didn't do it. It's one of my biggest regrets. I might go back and look at uh, and look at the manuscript for because it's typeset. Uh, last I remember, it was f- fully typeset. Um, oh wait, that's the one thing that that's what happened. I didn't have the fucking illustrate. I didn't have the pictures yet. I hadn't taken the pictures, uh, but I had all, I just set up all of the printers. I, I teach you how to build printers from you know from scratch out of wood and out of Legos, um, rep wrap style Prusa i three, Prusa Prusa style printers. Anyway, mm. all of this, none of it possible without Linux. You cannot, you do not get three D printing without Linux. It took Linux to be there to fill that gap to make 3D printing into what it is today. And now with mass SLA, uh, mass stereolithography, MSLA, meaning resin printing, holy shit, the results I was getting right before, I, I had a bunch of problems with this this one print file that I, I kept going back and reslicing it and then trying different things. And in the process, I had to keep cleaning the fucking vat because there were like bits of cured resin in the bottom and I didn't want them to uh, hurt the vat and ironically I got a pair of tweezers and yeah I punched right through it and yeah so I, I have two new vats coming tomorrow and a bunch of other exciting stuff so if you're if you don't have ki- the one problem with resin printing is that it's very toxic um, it's not like you know super toxic to breathe unless you have an allergy against, uh, against it immediately but eventually you'll cultivate an allergy depending on you know how the prolonged 
how long the the pro i'm gonna make up a word the neologism here we come the prolongation to get the smoothnessity no uh it depends on how prolonged your exposure is to the resin itself and in what context that you're being exposed to it but eventually most people do seem to develop an allergy over time which is cool like i'm fine with that um but it's it's just difficult to handle there's a lot of uh considerations in terms of your workflow that have to go into it before you want to get into it but after you get into it oh my god you will not regret it the easiest prints i've ever done highest detail the fastest prints highest detail because you're printing with pixel you're printing with light that's all it is no heat really even involved at all other than the exothermic reaction inside of the cured resin when it gets hit by the ultraviolet light so it's it's incredible and it couldn't happen without linux either so that's our supplemental episode i'm going to go to trivia night where i hope to not embarrass myself like i did last week when i destroyed our team i told them all though i warned them i said i i haven't slept in three days and I'm super depressed and I'm very drunk. Don't listen to me. And I insisted that we double down dare on the wrong question. <laughs> and I stormed out of the room. Anyway, cheers. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is our make good. Check out Undisputed, Pizza Tower, Mountain Blade 2, Bannerlord, and Dwarf Fortress. Out! Yellow is the color, gambling is the game. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.